0: Jess Connolly, and you are listening to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. We exist to equip and encourage kingdom women who are using their God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. If you are a mom, a student, an artist, a doctor, we are hoping that this episode will leave you encouraged and ready to run. We're so glad you're here. Let's go. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Go and Tell Gals podcast. Today, we're talking about small business behind the scenes. I've got my friend Anna here with me. Hello, friends. And here's the deal. So when we record a Go and Tell Girls podcast, we pick a few members of our team. It's usually me plus one other person. Maybe sometime soon, it's not going to be just me. Yeah. Or maybe working towards that. I love that plan. Actually, Hens recorded one alone the other day, which was amazing. She killed it. If you haven't listened to Hensley's most recent podcast, it was so great. It was called how do I start over? Love that podcast. But you typically you guys take turns like one week on one week off that kind of thing. But this is your second week in a row. And the reason why is because it had to be you because small business.
1: I told you I had something I wanted to say on the podcast, but I didn't tell you what. She wouldn't tell me. So this is a complete surprise surprise to my ears.
0: You know what? I? You know what I did? (laughs) I was writing this week and I was writing about you, which by the way, I'm not sure I've ever written about you in a book. I don't think so. Yeah. Wow.
1: I can't wait to read it. Well,
0: I was writing about you and you know what I wrote? I wrote my co-founder of Go and Tell Girls. Because you really are. That's really nice. I think we should change your title to that. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. mean, yeah, it happened, though. You co-founded it. Uh, loosely. I'd say, yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> we, we don't need to hatch out the, the details here. You'll now. see it changed on the website today.
0: <laughs> but I typed it out, and I was like, she really did co-found this thing with me. Like, it's really cool. You kind of killed it. That's that's cool. I'm I'm really proud of you. I'm
1: surprised my whole life (laughs) in the best way.
0: (laughs) I love it. Okay. But I actually do have a funny story to talk about small business. Can't wait. You know, those little embarrassing things that you've done in the past, you don't have as many as me. I probably have a good few. I just don't don't talk about (laughs) Okay. Good to know. (laughs) But you know how you have those embarrassing things that you did or said like ten years ago that totally live rent free in your head and you think about them like three times a week. Yeah. And you're like, I can't stop thinking about this thing. <laughs> Trying to go to sleep at night and just yes. pops in there and you're like, yes. oh my gosh, I I I
1: can't I can't look someone in the eye tomorrow. Yes.
0: For example, this is not the one I'm gonna tell about small business, but for example, this boy that I had had liked, I had, had liked him in high school and then I didn't like him anymore. But One time I was wearing, and this is in the early 2000s, those like shirt dresses were really popular. It was like a, like basically a collared shirt that was a dress. Mm -hmm. You know, they're popular again right now. Yes. Yes. Like I Um, have some of those. I I do do too, me too. (laughs) But I was wearing one that was so cute. It was from Old Navy and it was like, brand new. And I thought I was just hot stuff. And I walked into church one day and he walked up to me and said, nice shirt skirt or whatever that is, like a shirt, a skirt, it can't make up its mind. And that was mm, 20 years ago and 20 plus. And to this day, like sometimes I'll wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night and say like, it's
1: a dress. It's called a dress. I'm really proud of you <laughs> for moving past that and continuing to wear shirt dresses. To yeah, this day because yeah. that could have really
0: ruined that. It really could have, but it was just it. Like I always think about it because he was like shirt skirt.
1: Okay, like well, that's that his problem. That's I know. embarrassing for but you. It's called a
0: dress. It's called a dress.
1: A shirt I really, dress. I really hope that wherever he's at, that he when he sees his wife or daughter, or whoever wearing those, he thinks about you. And it's like, man, I was I was mean to Jess about well, let's hope so about her shirt dress. Let's hope so. <laughs> okay,
0: but here's the small business one. This one also lives rent free in my head. A few years ago I was talking to some other small business owners and this is actually when I was running my print shop. We hadn't started going to Hell gals yet. And a couple of them were talking about drop shipping. So if you're not familiar with drop shipping, drop shipping is when you when someone orders something from your business and you don't actually hold the inventory but a separate business ships it all for you. And it's really great for small businesses that don't want to take on shipping, that don't want to pay for a shipping employee or that ship a lot of things. Don't have the storage
1: space for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So someone was asking me if I was going to start drop shipping. And they're like, are you going to start drop shipping? And I was like, no, I'm not going to, because I think that it's really important to keep a small business small. And I was like kind of prideful. in my answer the truth was, I didn't know what drop shipping was. and I didn't really understand it, and it felt kind of out of my reach. And so instead, I was like, no, I just think it's really important to keep things in-house and keep a small business small. And the person looked at me like kind of confused, and they were like, do you know that technically a definition of a small business is that it has less than 250 employees? And I was like, cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they were like, it's not like your business would probably actually be smaller by dropshipping because you wouldn't." be hiring, hiring employees, employees to do I it. Know. But I really just didn't
0: understand it. And I honestly, I'm going to be honest, like I feel like that was an embarrassing thing that I didn't understand, but it's a theme in small business that if you act like you know, yeah. you're not going to grow. Woo, yeah. That's a whole thing. Act like you know, you're not going to grow. Okay. In Jesus name. Okay. We're going to pause for a quick coaching moment and then we're going to come back with some top things that we want to share with you about leading and founding small business. (laughs) Hey friends, Jess here. So we're going to start adding a segment into our podcast episodes and we would love to hear how you like it, but we're going to do just a quick coaching moment at the top of most episodes, really just to encourage you and inspire you right where you're at. So today, I want to talk a little bit about comparison versus competition. I don't know about you, but I feel like I can't open social media without seeing a post about comparison. It's one of those issues that we talk so much about. We all struggle with comparison. We're really struggling. Here's five ways to fight comparison. Here's what to do if you feel like you're left out, all of the things. And I get it because I struggle with it too. But I want to ask a little more in-depth question here of us. Are we struggling with comparison or are we engaging in competition? So often, we have these little, subtle, underhanded ways that we're competing with other women or other people around us. This episode is for small business owners as a whole. So listen, even in small business, we struggle with this. But this could be as simple as wanting to kind of one-up another woman at your Bible study. This could be just wanting to prove yourself to a sister or a friend. And I just want to say in the name of Jesus that we do not have to live a life of common competition. Jesus paid the price on the cross so that we would feel free from striving and condemnation. And ultimately, I think we have to open our eyes really wide to notice how damaging this can be. Again, I think a lot of times we do it subtly and we don't even notice that we're doing it. But maybe take a minute today and pause and ask God to give you eyes to see any moments when you might be engaging in competition. I don't want to leave you empty-handed. And so I have just two quick tools to help you fight if you are acting out of competition in your relationships. Number one is be generous. Be generous. Give away encouraging words to other people around you. Tell other people how they're winning and how you're so proud of them for growing. Share insight and wisdom and don't withhold it. Number one, be generous. Number two is practice gratitude. Get honest about what is good in your own life and thank God for it. In the name of Jesus, I want all of us to know that we do not have to live under the weight of competition. We can be generous, gracious, humble women who use our God-given gifts for the good of others and the glory of God. Let's keep going. We're back. We're ready to talk small business. When we're not talking small business in our office, you know what we're talking about a lot these days, Anna babies. Babies. (laughs) We're talking a lot about babies. We have two pregnant teen. Teens? No. No. We have two (laughs) pregnant team members. Speaking of pregnant teens, you know, a few weeks ago, I posted that reel (laughs) about parenting teens. Uh And it was like, I have a great teen parenting hack. And a lot of people thought I meant like parenting when you're a teenager.
1: Oh yeah, people were confused. Interesting. I wanna, I wanna not a lot, but a couple, a couple. Like just hearing that. Yeah, we're not talking about
0: teen parenting, but we are talking a lot about parenting within our team. Team. Because two of our team members are pregnant. When two out of five people are pregnant, it's like. It's a collection.
1: Yeah, that's 40%. It's solid. It is.
0: <laughs> but I feel like the parenting analogy, the baby analogy helps a lot with small business because what I find is that a lot of times, let's say you're pregnant, it can be really easy to jump ahead and feel intimidated by things that are going to come up when your kids are three, eight, 18. And you can think like, how am I going to be able to do that? Mm -hmm. But the point is you are not going to have to, (laughs) you're going to have a starting place, you know, with a typical pregnancy, this is going to be different with adoption, but like with a typical pregnancy, you're going to have, you're going to take a pregnancy test and then you're going to have a few weeks to digest that. And then you're going to start to feel sick and you're going to start to process that. And then you're going to start to grow and you're going to process that. And so you just have this nice progression of, you don't have to know step why when you're at step A? Yeah. And I find that the same thing is true with small business and a lot, especially a lot of um, women who are just getting started in small business get really intimidated by like X, Y, and Z when really it's okay. You can just start at A. And so wherever you find yourself in the journey, if you are dreaming of starting a small business, if you have a small business, if you're wanting to grow your small business, I pray that these principles we're going to talk about today will be life giving and helpful to you, but I just want to encourage you to take a deep breath and be where you're at. You don't have to know it all right now. That's so good. That's Amen. Really helpful. Amen. Okay, let's head into some of our top tips that have really helped us as small business owners. Number one, oh my gosh, we say it over and over and over again. If you've done any kind of coaching with us, you know that we are obsessed with our who. So our top tip about small business, running a small business, growing a small business, getting unstuck in your small business, is that you have got to know your who. What does this mean to you, Anna, and how have you seen this fleshed out?
1: Yeah, I I feel like it's one of the ways that in a lot of ways, I feel like it's one of the ways that go and tell gals is unique. I think that a lot of coaching or business mentoring, consulting, they focus so much on the what, as in like what your business is physically doing, what your strengths are, what product you're releasing, what service you're offering, which obviously that is so important. Yeah. Um, But we, and, and that's absolutely something that we focus on. But before we do that, we focus on the who, because, it's going to guide everything. If you first know who you're serving, who you're called to, who you're passionate about, who you're excited about, that is what is then going to lead to, oh, well, and then I'm good at this, or I know this, yeah. I can offer this, yeah. that is going to help them. Yeah. And if you keep your who first, it just makes the what seem a lot, Simpler. It does. It does.
0: Absolutely. I mean, another thing that we find is so important is that in any area of your small business, if you're feeling stuck or if you have a problem, the answer is usually found in the who. If you're discouraged about social media and you don't know what to post ask the question, who is following me and what do they need to hear? Mm -hmm. If your product isn't doing well for some reason, if it's not selling, you can ask the question, how is this product not serving my customer? What does she need? What would help her about it? What does she most need to know about this? What are her pain points? What is she scared of? And so we just want to encourage you to know your who. So I would say this takes patience. It takes really watching and paying attention to who is following you, who's buying your products, the type of people that you most want to serve. Mm-hmm. But I would say it also takes, and this is why I'm so grateful that we're Kingdom Women, it takes a little Holy Spirit insight yeah. to, to pause and to pray and to hear from God and say like, oh yeah, what is she struggling with? And how can I most help her? Yeah. So yeah, number one, you have got to know your who. Number two, I'm going to give it to you straight, girls. I'm talking to you like a coach today. You have to cut the cute in the name of Jesus. I feel like this has gotten better in like female-led small businesses in the last few years, but I will say if someone comes to me for coaching and they have a small business and they're feeling just super stuck or they're having a really hard time being profitable or reaching the right customer, almost always the issue is that number one, they need to a better understanding of their who. And number two is that probably the business has gotten a little bit cute. So what I mean by that is, the name is really flowery and it is like related to a, maybe the name of your business is like related to a personal story in your life. That means nothing to your customer and she can't figure out what it is mm-hmm. or why that's going to help her. Or maybe your branding has gotten like really flowery and really cute, but, but nobody can really quite figure out what it is you do. Or maybe even just your language, the copy that you use in social media or on your website. It's maybe incredible, beautiful, writing, but it takes so long for people to understand that they're confused and they don't actually know how you're going to help them. So cutting the cute is a really big deal. I want to just ask you in the name of Jesus, (laughs) if you have a small business, does the name tell your customer how you're going to help them, what you're going to do for them? And I'm not saying that it always has to be like right there, like written in the stars just straight in the name but it really 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 does help if it does honestly and then if someone comes to your website or if they come to your social media can they sum up really quickly how you're going to help them and how you're going to serve them and help them move forward in their life in some way shape or form and if not that's a really easy way for you to just kind of cut the cute and really probably see some momentum coming forward
1: yeah very true that honestly is such a strength of women specifically that we want to like we want to go in soft we want to go in humble and we want to meet and, and we want to meet our who where they're at but you also on the flip side of that you do need to have some very direct language so that you don't lose them and they don't get lost in the fluff and they know like what you are going to do for them how you're going to help them Yep. amen
0: we have the best news ever. Our signature group coaching program, Go Teams, is opening its doors again this March for the first and only time this year. Join us for six weeks of community and coaching to jumpstart your calling. If you're called to run a small business, begin a career in writing, dedicate your life to ministry, or pour out through speaking or a podcast, Go Teams are for you. Let this be the year that you take God at His word and make a move in your mission. Join the waitlist today at the link in the show notes to be the first to know about registration. Our third tip is get Help. <laughs> get help. Get help when you need it. In the same way, using the baby analogy, you would not try to raise a baby in a vacuum. You will take help changing a diaper. You will have a nurse help you pick up your leg when you're pushing. You will let somebody watch your kid when you're exhausted. And in the same way, you probably need to be getting help in your small business in some way, shape, or form. One of the best ways you can get help is by joining Go Teams. We are about to launch Go Teams, our group coaching program. We have a group entirely. For women who feel called the small business. Mm-hmm. And we only host this once a year. So go to gointelgals.com and go to coaching to find out more about Go Teams and get on that list. But also, this could be Googling. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I'll coach someone and I'll ask, like, did you Google any of this? Because a lot of this is kind of figure outable via Google. But to me, this also applies to get an accountant. Don't just try to keep figuring out your taxes over and over again, worrying that you might go. To jail, ask someone for help. Um, <laughs> ask a friend. Ask a spouse. Ask for insight, but get the help you need. Co-sign. One quick thing that you might not know about Go Teams is that you really get three different things when you join Go Teams. You get coaching with me. I do all of the group coaching for all of the women. But then you also get expert sessions. So you get a session live where you get to ask questions live. With a small business expert. And what we like to say in Go Teams is if you have a question, we're going to answer it. Mm -hmm. If we don't know the answer, we are committed to find someone who does and get the answer to you before the group coaching program is over. But then the last thing that's really incredible is that you get an entire crew of women who are called to the same thing to small business to run with. And you guys get your own community where you get to ask each other questions and grow together and promote each other's small businesses and give each other insight and give each other the help that you might need. So I want to just pitch one more time, please, in the name of Jesus, if you run a small business and you feel stuck or you're ready to grow, or you're just needing help getting started, join Go Teams. We only host it once a year, and I don't want you to miss it. Okay, top tip number four, pitch vision when you form a team. Pitch vision when you form a team. Whether this is bringing on a virtual assistant, whether this is asking your sister to help you for free because you need help shipping, whether this is pulling your kids in because you need their help, or whether this is hiring. The best tip I can give you when you're pulling people in and asking them to be on your team is pitch vision. Tell them why this matters. Tell them how this is going to change the world and tell them how it's going to be good for them. Yeah. One huge mistake that I see so many small business leaders make is that they don't value the worth of their own company and they don't know how to speak about it in a way that denotes worth. And so people don't want to help them. If you talk about your thing like it's silly or it's small or it's a side deal and don't worry about it, I'll be fine over here by myself, then people are going to treat you like that. But if you say hey, I've got a gut feeling that we could change the world with this, or I really think we could serve people in this one particular way. Or I think there's a need for this product, and I would love to fill that need. Will you be on my team? Then people will follow.
1: Don't use the word small. Don't, don't use the word little. do small. Don't call it your side hustle. Even if it is, that is okay. Yeah. But when you are talking to other people about it, don't ever... Don't ever play it down. Don't ever make it smaller than what it is because if you're doing it, it means that God has called you to it, which means it's really big. Yes. And people just aren't going to take it seriously if it doesn't seem like you are. Amen. Now, can you
0: call it a small business? Yes. But we're saying don't call it your small (laughs) thing. Like, oh, my little thing, my little
1: hobby. It's no big deal. No one. It's just small. It's just a side thing. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Like no big deal. Like, no, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. And if you're
0: wondering why the people in your life don't check in on you about your thing or don't encourage you about your thing, it could be because you are not valuing it in front of them. Last tip. Delight. And nurture. Don't forget to delight and nurture your customers. I have to say that I feel like one of the strengths of going tell gals in the last few years is that we actually really care about the women we coach. Yeah. We actually really want good for them, maybe sometimes too much. Maybe I'm personally like way too attached sometimes, but. We actually want good for them, and so it helps us to nurture them through every process, whether that's buying a t-shirt from our shop or joining a group coaching program or becoming one of our certified coaches. We really want to walk them through every single step and take a lot of the guesswork and the fear out of them working with us or purchasing from us. But then also, on the other hand, we've tried really hard to be a company that Brings in delight when we can. And basically, what I mean by delight is just surprising your customer with extra love and kindness. So, whether that's throwing in a few stickers into an order that someone's not expecting, or whether that's sending flowers to one of our coaches if she's going through a hard time, whatever it is, we really want to be able to show up in little extra ways to show people that we're on their team. And doing this in your small business makes a huge difference.
1: It does. I'm not even going to try to say the exact like stat of it, but retaining your past customers is so much cheaper than trying to get all new new ones. Yeah. So even, I mean, even for us, like we always say like our coaches, our go teams, gals, like women who have trusted us with that initial investment, they are our best customers Mm. and they're the ones who keep coming back and they will be the ones who buy t-shirts and come to our events because we have already built and established that relationship with them. Yeah. So good. Oh,
0: Okay, let's go back over these one more time. Number one, know your who. If you don't know how to do this, you need to join Go Teams because we're going to walk you through how to figure out exactly who your who is. We spend an entire week on it. An entire week of our group coaching, really drilling it down and asking you all the questions and helping you figure out who your who is, what they need, how you can reach them best. Number two, cut the cute. I love cute. I love flowery (laughs) language. I love being like a little bit extra. But let's ask ourselves, can someone figure out how I'm going to help them, how I'm going to serve them if they come to my website, if they come to my social media? Am I clearly stating how I'm going to serve them? Number three, get help. You do not have to know it all and you do not have to do it all, but you do have to ask for help. And guess what? When you do get help, pitch vision when you form a team. Tell people where you're going and why it matters. And lastly, make sure you spend time delighting and nurturing your customers for the long haul. Again, we are gonna talk about all of this in Go Teams. So, if this episode was helpful for you, this is one one hundredth of what we're going to talk about during that time, and you'll also get access to our experts, and you'll also get access to an incredible community of women who feel called to the same thing you do.
1: Yes, the waitlist is open now. It is linked in the show notes. So, again, if this was of interest, join that, and we will send you more info.
0: Okay, it's me and my co founder signing off today.
1: (laughs) You're too much. In the best way ever.
0: Somebody didn't cut the cute today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Someone didn't take advice number two. I didn't take my own (laughs) advice.
0: Uh, That's my business. I love you guys literally. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, friends. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast episode. We would be so blessed if you would take a minute to leave a review wherever you've listened to this podcast. You're also welcome and encouraged to share this on Instagram, Facebook, wherever you use social media. We'd also love to hear from you. DM us on Instagram or send us a message on Facebook. Shoot us an email. We love to connect with you to hear how we can encourage you and further equip you. God is mighty in you. Let's keep going.